If you have a child with type 1 diabetes, whether they were diagnosed five days ago or five years ago, you continue to have questions. These are the questions about the emotional side of living with diabetes, the questions about how to parent diabetes. I'm Joanne Robb, a psychotherapist and fellow T1D mom, and I've been parenting diabetes for almost 15 years. In this podcast, I'm here to answer your questions about the emotional and relational challenges that come with being a caregiver for a child with type 1 diabetes. Before we dive in, I have to remind you that I'm not a doctor and nothing that I offer here should be considered medical advice. If you want to make any changes to the way you or your child is managing their type 1, please be sure to check in with your doctor or medical team. Let's get started. Hi, I'm back here today with Annie, friend and fellow T1D parent, and she comes on the show uh, to read questions that you guys have written in so that she and I can discuss them together. Hi there, Annie. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Why don't you read this question that we have? Okay. It says, I really feel so alone and like no one understands what we're going through. If I talk about our issues with diabetes to family, they just don't understand how complicated this is and how tough it is to manage type one. I'm so frustrated with my family. I feel like cutting them off. How do I get the support I need from them? Frustrated in Des Moines. Or Des Moines, we're feeling bad for her or him. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's a lot. And I think a lot of people, even in close families, can have the experience that their parents, their siblings don't understand what they're going through. And mm -hmm. I think that's just super common, right? So part of my answer to this question, not quite satisfying, is that um, this, this parent might not be able to get, and I'm putting that in quotes, um, the support that they need from family, right? Like it, 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 we can think about how to make it more possible and how to create better conditions to have that happen, but not everyone is willing to really truly stretch into understanding what our T1D parent experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and that can be sad and tragic. Um, and, and does happen sometimes. Like, I think that I've worked with a few parents who have that happen because their parents are so anxious that they kind of keep a distance. They don't want to really know, right? So mm -hmm. there are a bunch of different reasons why that can happen. Um, but there there could be a reality here that this parent needs to get support from other people in the community, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than expecting that her family is going to be able to step up. I, I hope that's not true for them, right. but it might be. I also am wondering, and again, they don't, this person doesn't give us much information, but I'm thinking about when your kids were first diagnosed before mine were. And, um, I felt like, oh yeah, you know, I diabetes, I was thinking of type two. I was thinking of, you know, I didn't know anything about it. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's really terrible. They have to get shots. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, just from being friends with you, I've learned and learned and learned and then unfortunately have gotten to learn more from my personal experience. So there's something about like, they might not get it. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean there's no value to the relationship, right? They might not truly understand what's different about this. What's so painful for this. What's what is, what makes this so unbelievably overwhelming. It doesn't mean that they don't care about you want to come help you out or can do your dishes or can, mm -hmm. you know, be a supportive family member. Yes. So that's an important point. I do think that for many parents with type one, um, especially closer to diagnosis, 
it feels like a delineation. Like if you can't understand, I'm not saying this is right or they should take this mm-hmm. stance, but a lot of parents do end up feeling like if you can't understand what's going on with diabetes, I'm going to show you the door mm-hmm. right? because it's so much a part of my and our lived experience in this mm-hmm. family right now that I really need you to get it. Yeah. I think the further you are for diagno- diagnosis, the less you need that kind of intense understanding because you get more comfortable with how hard it is and also more comfortable, frankly, with the fact that a lot of people don't understand and that not everyone is right. willing to educate themselves, right? right. Um, so you're making an important point about like holding on to relationships for the value of the relationship um, and that that could be true. And it sounds like this parent is really needing particular support from their family that they're not getting. Right. So I yeah. wanna think about that too. Yeah. So part of it, I think, is asking for the specific support that you need, which I think that T1D parents are mm-hmm. uniquely bad at doing. I have a wonderful story of another um, therapist I know of who uh, who had a f- very close friend. She actually works in diabetes, but doesn't have a child with diabetes. She has a very close friend whose daughter was diagnosed, and she called her friend after diagnosis to say, what can I do for you? And the friend says, you can learn about this because I know almost nothing about it and I'm overwhelmed. And if you want to actually help me, I need you to get educated about it. And she did. And she actually got so educated about it. She became a diabetes uh, psychologist. (laughs) Right. So I think that that is, there's an avenue for that, right? If you really want someone's support to to ask them to please get some education, to watch some YouTube videos, go to some JDRF educational events. There are plenty of those online to um, call, you know, you could even call, you parent could call wherever you got your education at the hospital and say, is there a way for a grandma or friend to get some education? Another place to get a lot of education and a lot of sense of the experience is to bring someone with you to camp, which I know is something that you and I have discussed before, right? Mm -hmm. So there are ways to ask for other family members to get the education that they need so they can understand your experience better. Mm -hmm. And I think being specific about what you need, right, is an important component of getting the help that you need as well. So I'm going to pause there and see what you think. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more answers. One of the hardest things about diabetes is the food. Your kid has to eat, but there's so many foods that send them high or are tricky to dose for. And at the same time, you don't want to restrict their food choices you want them to be able to feel like every other kid. To help you navigate the many challenges of food and eating with type one, I've created the Sweet Talk Snack Course, a free mini course that gives you six bite-sized lessons to support your T1D kid in having a healthy relationship with food and eating. Sign up for it at diabetessweettalk.com. I think that's super helpful. I think often people don't know what is helpful. Or I think if you're feeling so hurt and angry that they're not being helpful enough, then sometimes they're reacting to your hurt and anger instead of reacting to your need for help. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that having suggestions about how someone can get more educated by, you know, going to JDRF or whatever resources or Googling videos on YouTube or whatever, um, you know, is a great idea um, so that you don't have to do all the teaching. Yeah. Uh, But also you're going to have to do 
a lot of the teaching. <laughs> yes. And, and I think, but you just made a very important distinction just a few minutes before about, um, you know, how we, we sometimes can come towards people with anger and frustration that they don't understand instead of with an ask and with a sort of um, request for their compassionate curiosity, right? Mm -hmm. And when we come towards people with anger and frustration, even if our intent is to say, hey, pay attention to me, mm -hmm. people aren't going to be soft enough to listen or be curious, right? So even just saying, um, I need you to believe me that this is so intensely hard. And what I need from you is your compassionate curiosity. You can mm -hmm. ask me lots of questions, but please don't disbelieve me that this is as yeah. hard as it is, right? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, that is a legitimate ask. Yeah. Um, and, and it names so clearly what the challenge is. Absolutely. And I think that I don't have much more about this question, right? Like, again, I think that there's the possibility that they do have family members who can't understand, right? That they do come forward to their family members and say, hey, what I need is some compassionate curiosity. Hey, I need you to learn about this. And the family members brush them off and poo-poo them. That can happen, right? Yep. And then the answer is very clear, right? Then it's not like, I'm frustrated. I want to cut you off. It's like, I've explored with you what you're capable of and you can only come this far. So you can come over and wash my dishes, let's say, or mm -hmm. you can bring me a meal or you can, you know, meet me at, for a movie. I don't know, but you can't compassionately understand my experience, right? It's right. important to distinguish what that is with a clear mind instead yeah. of an emotional state. Right. What is available actually to you? And is it something that has value or not? Right. Exactly. So it's an actual decision instead of an emotional reaction to mm -hmm. feeling isolated, which a lot of type one parents do feel. Right. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Thanks, Annie, for being on the show and thinking this through with me. You're welcome. Thanks again for listening today. If you want answers to your questions about parenting a kid with type 1, I'd like to invite you to join our live recording sessions so you can ask your questions in person. Not only will you get the support you need and deserve, but through the podcast, you'll be helping other T1D parents to know that they're not alone with the challenges they're facing. To join one of my live recording sessions, simply go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register. Again, go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register.